Attention people who still care. How can us average citizens fix our broken financial system that currently favors big banks and powerful corporations to a system that looks out for us average citizens without using politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. On today's show, is inflation the number one global concern? The U.S. dollar index hits a 20-year high on rising inflation and geopolitical risks. But before we get into that, I first want to tell a story. This story is based on a short story by James Thurber, which later turned into a movie starring Ben Stiller, which was called The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. The story follows the life of Walter Mitty, a man who daydreams to escape the monotony of his ordinary existence. Throughout the story, Mitty engages in a series of vivid and heroic daydreams where he becomes a daring pilot, a skillful surgeon, and other adventurous personas. However, each time he is interrupted in his daydreams, it brings him back to reality. In his real life, Walter Mitty is a meek and submissive husband who is constantly nagged by his overbearing wife. He embarks on various errands, including a visit to a hairdresser, a trip to a department store, and driving his wife to her beauty parlor. However, in each instance, he finds himself slipping into daydreams where he displays confidence, bravery, and competence. As the story progresses, Mitty's daydreams and reality begin to blur, and he finds himself losing track of what is real and what is fantasy. The story reaches its climax when Mitty imagines himself as a courageous military commander facing a firing squad. Just as he is about to face his imagined death, he snaps back into reality, finding himself in the parking lot his wife waiting impatiently for him. In the end, Mitty realizes that his daydreams offer him temporary solace and excitement, but they cannot replace his dissatisfaction with his mundane life. He comes to understand that he needs to assert himself and break free from the constraints that hold him back, embracing his own desires and aspirations. Which brings us to our news story of the day. Now, you may not understand at first what Walter Mitty has anything to do with the U.S. dollar index rising to a 20-year high on Wednesday. And this was mainly because investors sought out the uh, dollar as a safe haven amid rising inflation and geopolitical risks. So the dollar index, which measure, measures the U.S. dollar against a basket of six other currencies, rose almost half a percent to 0.4%. The index has now gained more than 10% this year, its best annual performance since 2014. The strength of the dollar is being driven by a number of factors, including rising inflation, which is at a 40-year high in the United States. Investors are increasingly concerned that the Federal Reserve will be forced to raise interest rates more aggressively than expected in order to combat inflation, which could lead to a recession. However, inflation is not just an American concern. A 
According to a Ipsos survey late last year, inflation is the number one concern for people globally. Now, geopolitical risks like the war in Ukraine and the ongoing ripple effects of COVID are weighing on the global economy, and the dollar is seen as a safe haven asset in times of uncertainty, and investors globally are buying up dollars, causing its current strength. Now, the dollar is a safe haven asset because it is seen as a stable and reliable currency. The United States has a strong economy and a stable political system, which makes the dollar a relatively safe investment as investors believe that the value of the dollar is unlikely to decline significantly in the short term. Additionally, the dollar is the world's reserve currency, which means that is widely used in international trade and finance. This gives the dollar a certain level of stability and liquidity that other currencies do not have, making it so investors can easily buy and sell dollars. So this leads us to our financial tip of the day, which is don't renounce your U.S. citizenship. As bad as the U.S. US may seem at times, we're way better off financially than any other country financially for a variety of reasons. The entire world sees us as the safe haven. I sometimes feel like here in America, um, just like Walter Mitty, we daydream that the political ideology that we support will save our country only to snap back to the reality of political gridlock and nothing changing. And just like Walter Mitty, all we need to do is assert ourselves to be the change. Living in the United States, we have the foundation and all the tools to do so. So we can do something uh, like start our own business and make it a social enterprise. Now, a social enterprise is an organization that uses business strategies to solve social and environmental problems. And the United States is the easiest place to start a business. In fact, the United States is home to more startups than any other country in the world, with over 33 million startups in 2022. That's more than the second, third, and fourth place countries combined. The reason is because, like I mentioned, we have a strong economy, but we also have a supportive culture where entrepreneurship is valued and a favorable regulatory environment. You know, sometimes, well, almost all the time, I'm harping on regulations and how it, it's not solving anything. But compared to the rest of the world, we have very little uh, regulations uh, and it's the easiest place to start and operate a business. Um, now, I know starting a business, you know, that's that's not easy, uh, but a lot of people do it. 33 million startups last year. Uh, but there is something that Americans can do uh, to also uh, uh, to help startups 
and to help themselves at the same time. So you can become a crowd investor. Crowding uh, investing is when a large group of people pool small amounts of money to fund either a loan, a project, or a business venture. We have the largest infrastructure allowing the general public, you, me, to invest in startup companies, small businesses, and community projects. And the only way to invest in them is through crowd investing. Through crowd investing, average citizens like us can engage in ethical investing while receiving a risk-adjusted market return. Now, this was unheard of even 10 years ago, but because of the development of uh, the internet and because of favorable regulations, in fact, the, the, the private market was deregulating, uh, deregulated, allowing this crowd investing to just uh, blow up. And it's been like this since 2015 and 2016. So it's, it has time to create this wonderful ecosystem for startup companies, for community projects, for uh, in, investors to invest locally. Um, and it's important to note when you're investing in crowd investments in the local economy, in community projects, in, in startup companies that have the same principles that you do, well, think about what you're not investing in, the stock market and corporate bottom line. You're not investing in outsourcing. You're not investing in U.S. companies manufacturing in authoritarian controlled countries like China, all of which contribute to income inequality. My name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor and I see you are one too. If you'd like to know how to fix our broken financial system without protesting or divisive political action, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.